Good morning, people. This is your cosmic curator, highly caffeinated, by the way, Tom Yarshuk, with a look at the stars for Saturday, the 30th of September and the days ahead. Wow, didn't September fly by? Well, folks, I hope your fall is off to a good start. By the looks of the woodpile stocked up here in the Penobscot, folks seem to be ready for a good, hearty winter. Well, the day begins with the moon in Pisces, the mutable water sign of imagination, dreams, and ultimate realities, opposite a Virgo sun, ever practical and mutable. The get-it-done sign. Now, what that means is that yesterday the moon was full. And what exactly was it full of? Why, it was full of light. A light that removes the darkness or ignorance from some area of your life. That's what full moons do. Full moons provide the aha moment every month in some area of your life that needs to have a little straightening. And what might that be? Well, it depends on the individual's birth chart. Each birth chart is divided into 12 houses or fields of experience like children, parents, career, marriage, endings, creativity, unexpected disaster, even jail time, you name it. So what area of your life are you feeling a moment of illumination? Hmm. Now, elsewhere in the Zodiac, you may find your attention and energy shifting to a new area of your life. Well, new from where it was for the last 18 months when the karmic axis was transiting Aries and Libra. Now, the karmic axis, as it is called, is formed by Rahu and Ketu. These are two mathematical points that are very important in the study of Vedic astrology, the astrology of India. They are mathematical points, not actual planets, and can have a huge impact because it's where the sun and the moon are eclipsed. And these two shadow planets tend to shake things up using that universal solvent for change, namely beginnings and endings. Yep. Now, Rahu is symbolized by the dragon's head because it's all head, which includes a mouth, a brain, and the rest of the face, but no stomach. It's just a head. As such, the energy of Rahu is appetite, ambition, desire, but Rahu is never satisfied and never really happy. It can achieve great success depending on where it hits in your chart and what cycle you might be running, but it's not often peaceful. In fact, it's never peaceful. Those great artists and authors and heroes that do amazing work, well, as the French say, happy people do not make history. Now, Rahu can be ruthless, immoral, and unethical. When Rahu is prominent in a person's chart, they can stop at nothing to achieve their ends. Certainly, conscience does not make a coward of these folks. Now, given certain placements in a horoscope, Rahu can be beneficial, like being courageous beyond reason, or able to take amazing efforts to sacrifice yourself for others. It's not always selfish, but eh, most of the attention is on the selfish part of it. Now, it's hard to stop Rahu from achieving its desires or being successful, but here's the rub or the cosmic lesson about Rahu. As you fulfill your desires, are you really happy? And looking more deeply, 
What desires can make you feel happy? And are they lasting and permanent? Nope, not much. So here's the punchline. And therein lies the other property of Rahu. It's wrapped up in the illusion of the world or Maya. When Rahu combines with certain planets in a person's chart, it can signal addictions. After all, alcohol and drug abuse are the ultimate illusions of pleasure that ultimately turn to pain. So as Rahu moves into a new area of your life, be aware of what compulsions and obsessions you feel pulling at you and try to keep your head on straight to see what you're getting into. Now, K2, the other half of the dragon, is headless and has a sting on its tail. K2 is powerful in its perception and it usually wants nothing, nothing at all except the ultimate reality, which is the ultimate reality. It is free from desires, cares little about success, and is often found in the charts of, you ready for this? Monks, of course. Rahu has the billionaires, Ketu has the monks. Ketu is the energy of letting go. There will be some area of your life where you are compelled to just let go. Let go of what? People, places, things, ideas, careers, beliefs, anything that can be gotten rid of that is holding you down. The cosmic dumpster overflows when Keto is at work. Now, one last note about the nodes. Coming up next week, the planet Mars, the, that energy of war, aggression, anger, impulse, will cross over and conjunct K2, just as K2 leaves the last degree of Libra. Well, that's happening next week. When that occurs, it's an, ex- an explosive energy. Things held inside bust loose on a volcanic scale. So keep your eyes open to the feeling that you may be ready to burst. Anyway, keep cool, breathe, walk off the mound, call a timeout, and don't get into an argument with anybody with a gun or a badge. Well, that's it for this edition of The Cosmic Curator. I'll see you next week right here on WERU 89.9 FM Blue Hill or streaming around the globe at WERU.org. And remember the cosmic disclaimer. It's the wise person that rules their stars and the not-so-smart person lets the stars pull their strings. That's it for now. Over and out.